0: The Jews were not given, sometimes the news may have said, well, the Six-Day War, 1967, Jews were invaded, and they won this property, and no, 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 no. Well, they say, well, 1948, when they became a nation. No, 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 no. Uh, That land was given to them in Genesis chapter 12. God said in chapter 11 in Genesis, the very first book in the Bible, that you're to leave Abraham, your father and your kindred, and you go to a place where well, I'll show you, and I will give you an everlasting and permanent inheritance. God sent him for 700 miles. He didn't know where he's going. God said, I'll just tell you. You know, sometimes we just ought to realize that that's what faith is all about. Amen. Just believing God. Now don't do something crazy and say, God led me to buy 15 new cars today and 10 new houses. No, I don't think God led you to do that. Said, well, I'm stepping up by faith. No, that's stepping up by stupidity. But God said, I want you to, and and he started wandering. And after 700 miles, he came to the land, what we call now Israel. And God made a covenant with them, this is yours. But once God gave them that covenant, there has been a war. They lived outside of that land for 1,800 years. Jesus ministered there for his little short ministry. Israel's just a little sliver. I'd like to bring our Spanish pastor, Brother Sloan, over here describe it to us because he's lived there as a missionary, and he's got a brother-in-law living there right now. But it's just a little sliver of a country, all surrounded by the Muslims and other nations of the world. Where'd the Muslims come from? They came from Abraham too. The Jews came from Abraham. The Muslims came from Abraham. The Jews came from Isaac. The Muslims came from Ishmael. And it was because Abraham lacked the faith that God at age 90 promised him that he'd have a son and they multiply like the the stars of the heaven, the sand of the sea. And he just didn't believe in it. So his wife conjured up this idea that he'd take Hagar and he would have a child. He had Ishmael. And then at 100 years of age, he had a boy by the name of Isaac. And those two nations have warred against one another an entire lifetime now. They have since the book of Genesis warred against one another. Judah, uh, Israel was given the land of Israel back. It came under European domination and in 1945, 48, they gave it back. Do you know that since that time, there has been a constant flow annually of people returning home? God said in Deuteronomy in chapter, chapter number 30, verses three and four, that there would be a regathering. Ezekiel 37, you remember the story of the dry bones and the dry bones of the house of Israel, and God says, "I'm going to put flesh back upon you." In other words, he's talking about the fact that, and I'm going to return you into your land and you'll conquer your land. It's Israel is coming back home. I have charts before me today. They are amazing charts. But you see that since forty-eight, I have all the nations of the world that have been sending people back to, to Israel. Uh, Russia, 43,000 people, and in, in Ukraine, and in the United States, and France, and Ethiopia, and Belarus, and Brazil, and Argentina, and, and Turkey, and Hungary, and Egypt, and Algeria, and Libya, and Morocco, and, um, and um, Bolivia, and Brazil and uh, Colombia and ecuador and mexico and new zealand and panama and peru and uruguay and uruguay and united states of america and china and burma and and one nation after another sending them back the biggest swell came when we had a president by the name of ronald reagan and when ronald reagan stood up to mr gorbachev And said, we're not backing down. We're America. And we were against communism. Because communism controls individuals. You don't have the right to possess property. You don't have the right to make decisions. You don't have the right to go unless it's a state-sponsored church and it's a photo op. You do not have the right to, to ownership of anything. The government controls your life. That is not Bible god created us with an independent will and desire and god allows us to make decisions oh i know the professor came out this week and said after 30 years of study he decided that man does not have a free will well he's an idiot no you have a free choice today you chose to come to church you're going to choose what to do with god we're going to choose to live for god or reject god and the Jews, under, under Mr. Reagan, when, when Russia, USSR, collapsed, Jews were living all over Ukraine and Russia. As a result of that, the biggest influx flux that came back home came from Russia. And Russia is going to be the one that comes in from the north, as we already said. God says, I'm going to regather you, Ezekiel 37, Deuteronomy chapter number 30. He says it here in Psalm 78, where we read today, and in Jeremiah chapter 30 as well. The Jews have always been hated because the land has been given to God from God to man. In 70 AD, we had the first wave of Jews being slaughtered by Titus. Titus is not the book of Titus in the New Testament. In 70 AD, right after Christ, Titus came in as a ruler and slaughtered 1.1 million Jews. They're hated. Hitler came into power. And you know during World War II what he did in those consecration camps and all odd things, but all against the Jews. And Hitler gasped. and and killed, and maimed, and hurt, but over 6 million Jews were slaughtered. But God says, I'm keeping account of all this, and I'm going to bring them back into the land. Harvard is a Bible college. America's first college was a Bible college, 1638. You've heard it many times from this poll. But Harvard, that established a Bible college, 58% of its first graduates, I forget right now, 50 years, 70 years, were, were preachers. It was a Bible college. And by, from 1638, its first institution established, as far as after they built houses and lands, then houses and churches, then they established a college. So we need to educate our people. Read Harvard's Tenets. Every every student must be fluent in the Scriptures and must read the Scriptures twice daily. Every student must pray. The purpose of the Bible college was to train people for the ministry of, uh, of the Gospel. Oh, but by 1701, it had corrupted. There was already drinking liquor on the campus of that Bible college. And so Yale began as the second Bible college I've stood there. I, I stood at Jonathan Edwards, the great, great preacher, the dormitory named after him. And I, I saw a girl uh, it, about maybe 30 years ago leaning out of the men's dorm because now it's a co ed dorm and swearing a cussing across the. And I thought, here you're in Jonathan Edwards Hall and you're swearing in blasphemy. It's a Bible college. And they corrupted. So the Presbyterians said, we want a Bible college. And the Presbyterians in the 1700s began Princeton. Well, last week, 31 groups on Harvard's campus cried out, death to the Jews. And this week, Princeton, the Presbyterian College, Princeton, had marches and revolts, and you could hear them saying by the thousands, kill the Jews! Kill the Jews! that mentality, uh, no value of life. I'm not talking about trying to secure your borders. I'm talking about just kill the Jews. You want to know one reason we've gotten so demented? Because in America alone, we lead the world. We've killed over 60 million babies. You cannot for 50 years kill babies, kill babies, kill babies, kill babies in the safest place in all the world, a mother's womb. You can't do that and not have repercussions. The little 13-year-old boy that called this whack last week and said, send help. I just killed my mother. And he went on to describe how he killed her on the 911 call. And so calm. Was well, she still breathing? Oh, no. I think he stabbed her 31 times in the neck. No, she's not. She's dead. How do we get so vicious? Because we have rejected a holy God. And God is going to regather the Jews to that sacred land again. And then that tribulation, that dome is going to be destroyed, and the temple is going to be built already. They've been stockpiling for years for the next temple to be built. The Jews and the Arabs know that Jesus is coming again. We've been looking at that on Wednesday that, That's why there's a, there's a cemetery of 150,000 Jews by the eastern gate on the Mount of Olives. And there's a cemetery to the, the Arabs right by the eastern gate because both groups know that a Messiah is coming again. Well, he's already come first time. But He's coming again. They know He'll come through the eastern gate and they know that a Muslim is only allowed in a cemetery and you cannot walk through there if you're a Jew or a Gentile. But Jesus is coming again. He's regathering the Jews. He's going to protect the Jews. In fact, the tribulation, we're raptured out of here. He's going to send 144,000 Jews to seek to convert this world to Christ during the seven year tribulation time. God's rounding up the Jews right now, there's a purpose. And whenever God says something, it always comes to pass. And I want you to know today that when you hear presbyterians and they're not all Pre- they're not presbyterians calling death to the Jews, kill the Jews, kill the Jews. How do you get so demented? Martin Luther founder of the Lutheran Church said in the 1500s, the death to any country will be their schools, their colleges, and universities. How is it that our young people, their minds have been taught for 50 years and now the last 15 years that, that you may not be a boy, you may not be a girl, who knows what you are? You figure it out. Remember a school used to be reading, writing, and arithmetic? Now it's anti-Bible, anti-God. It's do what you all want to do. Uh, we, we have sc- some schools in our country now that are saying, you can even here in California, you can bring your drugs on campus, and, and if you're high, we'll just deal with you right here. Be careful with you. Don't, don't be high somewhere else. Be, what, what are you talking? You can have an abortion without parents' permission. You can be in change of gender without parents' permission. And then we wonder why there's this result. Hey, hey, don't hold on. That's those Bible colleges, Congregational I mentioned, and, and Presbyterian. Hey, don't forget about Brown University that was started and established by the Baptist who had an entire nude week three or four years ago where you go to school with no clothes on. It was a Baptist Bible college. You tell a nation long enough, there is no God. There is, and you take the. I remember in high school, you take the Bible. Junior high took the Bible out, took prayer out. Said you' not loud on campus anymore, but everything else is. How to have safe immorality is there. This nation needs God. We talk about the Bible Belt. Any preacher that's listening from the South and from the North Carolina South, they'll tell you, here's what the preacher's say: We need to be belted with the Bible. Such carelessness. Oh, but there's coming a gathering. Those Jews are being gathered home. Why? Because the the next event is at the door. God says on the Mount of Olives in Matthew 24, when you begin to see these things come to pass, look up for your redemption draweth nigh. I believe if you're going to get right with your mate or right with your kids or right with your parents or right with your church or right with your God, it's right now today. Jesus may come today. Glad day, glad day. And we will see our friend. There's a regathering. There's a roundup of the Jews. There'll be a roundup with the Christians. And I'll close with this. The Bible makes it very clear in the book of First Thessalonians that the Lord Himself, the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven. With a shout, the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up together, a a, a gathering in the clouds. Wherefore shall we ever be with the Lord? We'll be there seven years. There's the marriage supper of the Lamb and there's the judgment, the bema seat judgment of Christ. We're not going to be judged for our sins. Those are taken care of at Calvary. My Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3 and 1 Corinthians 6 that we'll be judged according to our works. God's given us an opportunity to work We sing, we'll work till Jesus comes. We'll work. You know what we need right now? Every Sunday morning, we need about 30, 35 bus drivers. And we need them Sunday night for shuttle buses. And we need them on Wednesday night for shuttle ministries to these neighborhoods and parking lots. I I say at least 50 drivers a week. We need workers. I think we could do so much more if in these last moments before the Trump sounds, we could get Sunday school teachers and bus workers and prayer warriors and soul winners. I find, I don't know, we've been here, honey, we've been here 48 years in this church. In February, my first time preacher there will be 48. Do, Do you know that I've always felt like it's an easy area to reach. People say, oh, they slammed the doors. I don't have a lot of slamming the doors in my face. I try to be kind and cordial and talk to them about the Lord, but I don't have a lot of that. But I'll tell you, in this day we live, I think there's a softer heart in giving out gospel tracts to people than ever before. Yes, sir, that's right. Amen. They're, they're afraid. These people out here are scared to death. They don't know what's going on. They don't, what's happening? You, 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 I, I do read the news on my phone a little bit, see the headlines. That's why I know something. I have not watched the news in several years. I have not heard it on my car phone, like a car for years. I, I don't know who's telling the truth, who's not. I try to be very careful where I'm getting my source. But I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, this nation is scared to, They're scared about the economy. They're frightened about the economy. They're frightened about their investments. They're frightened about their retirements. They're frightened about their equity. They're they're frightened frightened about now uh, interest rates. They're frightened about, uh, about their children. On drugs and drink and, and, and different things, I mean the prayer requests I receive I, I, I have one here uh, the, just this morning the prayer requests I receive every week from this church of people pray, pray for this situation, pray pastor for my home, pray for my marriage, pray for my kids, pray for my grandkids. There's not a week goes by it 's not jails and drink and OD and you name it sometimes things that have been given to them without their knowledge. This world, this world is so sad and so broken, so hopeless. I know that there's a lot of hope in Jesus Christ. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and His righteousness. Oh, I thank God that on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. You put your, your hope and money, money always fails. Always. Always fails. But I'm doing well. Well, you won't probably next week. Money is not secure. Talent is not Secure. Looks and all that's not secure, but I tell you what, Jesus never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's coming a roundup for the Jews. There's coming a roundup for the child of God. There's a place in Montana called Roundup, Montana. 1,742 people live there. Oh, but there's another roundup in Texas, and Texas always does things bigger, they think, than the next guy. I was just in Texas a couple weeks ago preaching, and they just think everything's bigger in Texas. Roundup Texas, Montana, 1,742 people. Roundup Texas, 20 people. Do you know where Roundup Texas is? Do you have, do you have, have you ever been there? No. Oh, yeah. Now, is that a Texas talk, Texan talking or is that a Christian talking right there? All of the above. Did you go there? At the door, you've got to tell me about it. Oh, but there's coming a Roundup, whether you're from Texas or Montana, like this world has never seen. Soon and very soon. We are gonna see the King soon and very soon. We're gonna see the King. And Jesus is coming again. Marvelous message we bring in glorious carol, the King. Wonderful words. We sing that Jesus is coming again. I love that song. He is coming again. It's an old hymn. He is coming again. This very same Jesus. Rejected of man, he is coming again. Are you ready? I hope I'm so, I want to be so right with my wife. If today were the last day, either by death or by rapture, I get wound up, wound up, wound up to heaven by death or, or by rapture. I want to be right with her. I want to be right with our three children and their mates. I want to be right with our 14 grandkids. God's given me 41 deacons. I like to be right with half of them. I want to be right with those good men. I want to be right with this church. Because when that final bell rings and we're round up, we can't get things right. Today's the day. A moment will stand. Our invitation is a roundup. We're trying to have folks come to this altar. And if you have a burden or something you want to pray about, use this. Pray right here. If you want someone to pray with you, say, so, "Well, I can't kneel. My knees are bad." Well, a lady will stand with the lady and pray with the lady. A man with the man. If there's a burden in your heart. Pray about it at the house of God.